recording. No. We're going to have another gin, aren't we? Oh, yeah, probably. That was only a double. Okay. <coughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to episode 37 <laughs> of the Totally Faked Podcast. Hello. <laughs> and we are here again. I am Joe, And I am Lee, because we forget to do that. And I, it's probably difficult to tell us apart, but you can never, <laughs> you can never be sure. Never be sure. Faffing with my microphone. I've, I've realised I've made the mistake of sitting at right angles to you. When in fact, I should be sitting opposite you so I can see you without having to keep turning my head. I'm down here like a little goblin on the floor <laughs> by the laptop running, running the machinery. I didn't like to say. Surrounded by cats. <laughs> um, should we play a track and then I'm going to go and move? So I can see you, so my voice doesn't keep phasing in and out on this microphone. That's right. I'll, I'll ride the faders. I can uh, I can compress <laughs> this later. But yes, let's let's jump in. We've got new music on the head of the podcast. We have, uh, as as usual, we start with some new 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 tunes. Yeah. Um, but this is well, I I I was at the English Folk Expo slash Manchester Folk Festival a few weeks back, and um, Tom Ashworth. We both are. I am speaking for you here, Lee. <laughs> no, I agree. I fully we agree. We both are very fond of Tom Ashworth and what he does. Um, we played some of his music on a very early version of the podcast. We did because we booked him to play at Wimborne. Yeah. He played um, Wimborne Minster Folk Festival for I us. I think we had a version of The Snow It Melts the Soonest, which yes. is obviously a trad one. And um, Poverty Knock. Yeah. A brilliant version of Poverty Knock. He's a brilliant singer and there's such pathos i think in what mm. he does well because he was accompanying that version of poverty knocks on his on bass guitar yeah, which is just yeah. really acoustic novel. bass and his voice and really sparse arrangements it's just absolutely it's some really moving stuff I and mean, for me that one is a definitive version i think yes and he's got a new ep out which is called gig economy mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> more on that later once again he has something to say <laughs> And this this is, um, so there's some trad songs on there, um, uh, but he's also written um, this song, which we're going to play. Uh, it's a song called Another England, and I think we should just play it. Yeah, let's roll it. Where's this other England? That shining pastoral dream. Where pink-faced men in motley dog Upon the village green Carving out your square of mud Where all is pure and clean Where's this other England? Cause I have never been Oh, where's this other England? That cloudy sceptred isle Where one percent draw battle lines Make us the rank and file A soldier I have never been But since we are at war Is there another England That is worth fighting for? Where's this other England, this jewel that you protect? It's a litany of venal men and targeted neglect. Keep calm and carry on, the same conniving. 
loving shit You can keep your other England Cause I want no part of it And if we stop all the clocks Will the train still run late? And we buy up all the stores Edging up the empire train With selling The pound So build your other with sellotape and string A fence to keep the outside out Keep your culture in If two world wars and one world cup Is the best that you can do Well you can keep your other England and take your flag with you So he played a showcase at English Folk Expo with the Nest Collective and got <laughs> got a resounding <laughs> warm round of appreciation and applause from the audience for that song. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I like that. the arrangements amazing. I I do like that kind of Nick Hart quality uh, arranging style. I suppose it's kind of lifted out of all that that way of playing like seventies revival guitar, where you can hear the vocal melody being echoed in the instruments behind, and it's like it's a very oh, there's lots of musicology behind it, like transparent, clear message of projecting that one melody. But the lyrics are quite damning. Yeah, I mean, go go back and listen to his yeah. earlier recordings as well, because he has got something to say. So this is a new EP um, called Gig Economy, which is released on Friday, December the 2nd, which will be the next Bandcamp Friday. So yes, just in time for Christmas. You can pre-order it as well. So if you head over to his website, tomashworth.com, you can pre-order it. Now, from there, on to more new music. And this is, uh, well, people have been waiting a long time for new music from this this group. Uh, Lady Masery. I think this is their first release in six years. Yes. Uh, brand new album. And we have had a chance to uh, to sample the entire thing and it is wonderful. There yeah, is so much to is. enjoy. Like this is absolutely on point, on form yeah. uh, for them. And like, I really, really loved like their last lot of records, the last recordings. I, like there were whole moments of bonding with friends over like some of the messages and some of the songs and things. Like they are great, great arrangers and great songwriters. This is magic. It's lovely to have some fresh stuff from them. Yeah. And everything that you want from Lady Masery is here yes and i think yeah the incredible harmonies like really clever arrangements yeah i think the environment that you listen to them in is really important as well i'm just imagining them in our church for bournemouth folk club hearing the three of them in that really sort of spacious environment and the way that they arrange their music just wants to be in a big space yeah, like that big expansive well funnily enough they are going to be in our church oh <laughs> uh, yeah actually yeah they will be they uh, as part of a um, uh, wake arise our christmas show a wake arise is actually lady Masery, and um it's not 
normally Sid Goldsmith and Jimmy Aldridge, but actually Sid's in America, so we've got Kit Hawes yeah. dipping. Yeah, but anyway, we're talking about Lady Maisie's yes. new album, which is um, it's called Tender, and it's released on the 11th of November. There is a launch tour, and I'm just scanning the dates, and the nearest date to us is Exeter Phoenix on the 27th of November. Okay, well, actually, having done it, more than once that is achievable yeah it's doable it is doable it's, it's a long it's quite a long tour they they are going everywhere did you say they were abroad as well at some point they've got some dates in belgium too ah. a little weekend jaunt across the channel to belgium um so yeah i think we should just play a track rather than rambling yes um and i i don't know i went for a long walk the other day and listened to the album a couple of times through and there's a Björk cover on there yeah yeah which yeah. is lovely it's quite hard to pick yeah, this was a difficult track. choice, the actually. Cause the title track I really like. That's the, op- the opening track is the title track. and it's. I mean, I'm hoping that will just get play automatically because it's the title track, so you'll just bump into it somewhere else anyway. Yeah. Because uh, I could easily have played you a showreel and made it a featured album. If that was the kind of format of our show, that would have been an easy pick. Yeah. Um, but instead, I quite like the last track called Birdsong. Yes. A optimistic, hopeful. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Song. Sing out, sing out, breathe deeply in the 
The sun sank low, the shadows grew long. The nightingale made a mournful song. She sang for her sisters who sing no more. She sang for the voiceless, though her heart grew sore. But in the dying rays of the evening sun, the starlings rise and they join us. I just that's lovely the arrangement is really nice i think mm. i'm so in it for the bass <laughs> do love a bit of bass <laughs> the black hazel's black melodian <laughs> kicks out some bass Pumps it out <laughs> oh how light and summery and pretty and thoughtful but but also you know there was shades of autumn in there as well though oh uh, yeah actually. but it was it was still a song about hope a bright autumn day Un oh. unlike the ones we've had recently where every five minutes it's bucketed now <laughs> <laughs> but we've had amazing sunsets we and it's been so mild. unseasonably warm weather. This is odd. Yeah. Like it's still sort of slightly humid and we're just passing into the period of Halloween and like the, We're All recording Saints on, Day. on sun, Sunday the 20... No, Sunday the 30th, 30th. of October. So the clocks went back. And I, and I did actually fully enjoy my extra hour of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did I use it as an extra hour to be productive? No. No, of no, course not. No, I, I slept. slept. Oh, it was I lovely. Slept. 
this is why I feel human. I woke up at six in the morning. I was like, no. No, <laughs> it's not really six o'clock. Take it back. Take it back immediately. Well, let's play another track and then introduce this gin, yes. uh, which wasn't going to be the gin, the feature gin, but I think this might be a two gin episode. Oh, there's room for more than one. Because this, this <laughs> gin that we're drinking is one that I bought literally just before lockdown happened in February 2020. Oh. And it's, well, I think this is probably getting to the end of the bottle. But. Well, we'll mop that one up before we start the other one. <laughs> It'd be rude not to. Uh, and as I continue to sip on this, it's very nice. Uh, we'll go on to another bit of new music. Another one. Uh, this is from Owen Spafford and Lewis Campbell. And they're, they're a fiddle guitar duo. But the stuff that they've released, they've there's definitely a trad influence. It is there. But they've done something really beautiful with it. I mean, you know me, I like my string playing anyway. But it's really, <laughs> really lovely. Um, someone described it as poetic and i think in a musical sense it sort of is yeah you, you have to listen to it to decipher that i think they're quite young they've, they've come out of the birmingham conservatoire but um louis the guitarist has been snapped up by sam sweeney for yeah, his he band. Plays sam, doesn't he? yeah and owen um we've had our eye on these two for a while um they're in a band called don't feed the peacocks yes. who we tried to book for Wimborne. um but that's one of those ensemble pieces where people were off doing different things and so that may so multi-talented that they all are <laughs> yeah which was a shame it would have been lovely to so have them yeah unfortunately we didn't manage to book them but these two have, have released an album of very lovely instrumental music well i say instrumental there is one singing track on there um, indeed and so this is a new album called you golden which is out the 4th of november which is the Bandcamp Friday. Yes, it is Bandcamp Friday. Uh, and release day for the podcast. Um, so if you're listening to this now, you have time to hop onto Bandcamp and find all of your favourite stuff. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this. Listen to all the tracks. There. It is really, really lovely. Because um, they are playing not too far away as well. So they are sort of snuck into our gig guide in a, in a way. But not well, not till December, their dates. No, we've got a little bit of time before we have to mention that. But, but they are they're coming to Bath. Yeah. And Guildford, so uh, yeah. Guildford's maybe a little bit of a mission. Bath we've done uh, before. Guildford's nearer than Bath. God, you know, I just don't think about that. <laughs> We're going rambling. Off topic, going off oh topic. my goodness, um, let's play the track. Yeah, it's it's the title track um, from, from their album. It's called You Golden. Thank you. 
can, can I can I say something about the artwork? Oh yes. I, top marks for the artwork. Uh, this is the thing when you're buying your music digitally or streaming it, you don't get the full benefit of the artwork. No, I think uh, Chris Cleverly recently has made a real point of of talking about the story of the artwork, the people that have helped him create it, because he's gone to different illustrators, graphic designers, artists, yeah, and really put it out there to see. And it's been a really interesting thing because it's been chosen for a very definite reason. Yeah, and like the he's invested in that. The amount of work we did with the Last Inklings with mm-hmm. the visuals. The visuals are really important. They I have to I tell mean, part as a, of the story. It's not yeah. a throwaway thing. And as a photographer with a degree in, in world art studies, well, yeah. <laughs> visual stuff is really important yeah. to, to me. And I really like, it's really simple design, the artwork for this CD. Oh, it's funny because we, we had a kind of interview set up for a different podcast the other day and we were talking to people about what is it that appeals about vinyl. And it was like thoughtful the consideration that goes into producing a piece of art because it's going to be seen at a certain scale and you get the yeah. kind of text and everything else wrapped in with it and yeah all the credits yeah. And so i was thinking recently about like people spend a lot of money on producers mm. but do you need to be spending all that money necessarily if all like in your mind all you're buying is the name of the producer if they're the perfect producer who's going to just translate your music the way that's going to help you for your audience like they know what you want to say and they know exactly how to go actually you can say that just by changing this great in that case do you need does anyone need to know who that producer is no almost not it depends what your motivation is for choosing your producer doesn't it if you think that having a big name producer is going to help you your credibility or help you sell records or whatever you're paying for the name rather than their service but then no one's reading that because they're not no. actually buying nope. the product and reading the credits. So all the lyrics, indeed, is an extra thing from that. Although on Spotify, they you, they they I've want noticed, you to upload, yes. and it's a thing now to upload your lyrics to Spotify. Something to do, something to have a look at getting done. More work for More you work. artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we did promise yes. that we would talk about the gin. Um, yeah, so this could well be a two gin. I, I feel like it is. We're you know, barely scratched the, <laughs> scratched the surface of what we've got to listen to. So this particular gin is one that I picked up in February 2020 when I was up visiting my dear friend in Leicestershire. And one of the very last gigs that I saw pre-pandemic was Jacob and Drinkwater at Leicester Guildhall oh, in God, February yeah. 2020. And I'd bought a gin workshopping day for my friend for Christmas. And so we went and made our own gin. That was a good gin. And at the same time, I also bought one of their regular gins, which is um, it's a pink edition of their London dry gin. It's Burley Distillery in Leicestershire and it comes in a matte pink bottle. Can you hear? <laughs> the coating the of the bottle ASMR on the microphone. Moment. Oh, God, let's not start that. Stroking the gin bottle. And there we are. Classic FM <laughs> with... <laughs> with a really so tasty gin, actually. So it has of grapefruit in it, and we've paired it with the London Essence. I like. I've never tried this tonic. Grapefruit and rosemary tonic. We were, uh, this has been in my fridge. We've had it before. Have we? Ha- I don't think I've had the grapefruit before. I really feel like I've not had this. It's really nice. Maybe we had one gin too many that day. Yeah, <laughs> and cannot remember that it <laughs> happened. It's good. But anyway, it's going down very nicely, yeah. as you can probably tell. <laughs> 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 well, it has to because it has to make way for the second one at some point. <laughs> oh. Yes, mus- music is happening in this podcast. Sorry, I'm too busy thinking about drinking and, uh, I'm thinking and being about annoyed by that. the state of selling tickets. Because if I sold more tickets, I could just go to Norway and drink more wine. It would be a very, very easy kind of uh, 
algebraic equation there. There's not much thought that needs to go into it. Mm, this Buy month's ticket sooner. Yeah, and this month's beef and drink is brought beer. to you by Leo McKenzie. <laughs> uh, look, before before I lay into that as a theme, let's listen to some nice uplifting music so that you can cleanse your palate, ready to hear the full onslaught. Okay, so we're into the gig guide. So actually, yes. if you want to do your ticket buying rant, then and I wholeheartedly agree with you on your ticket buying rant because as a live booking agent who earns a commission off of gigs ticket sales <laughs> if you don't buy your ticket in advance for my event and you turn up grumpy about how little there is at the bar i will smite you sir and madam for the fact that you didn't buy an advancement i couldn't plan for you i've been really frustrated lately by this whole concept uh, i mean it's really at the 11th hour when you suddenly sell tickets on the door come into one of your events and they are there they enjoy the night you have a fantastic night with them of course you do because you want people to share it with you mm. but the terror and panic and sheer annoyance and frustration you feel in the run-up to that yes people that are fully intended to come to the gig all along you know they've been waiting to spend that money to come and see you and that's quite you know it's that's not a small thing especially now things cost quite a lot of money but they've always intended to invest in this event and they they've just held off. didn't get round to it. And it means so much, like, there is so much stress as someone promoting a gig, someone playing a gig. You know, when you're quite a small team and you're thinking, like, well, how many crates of beer do we actually need to get in? And then the feedback isn't always particularly positive from those very same people that didn't buy their tickets until the last minute. And my, my sympathy is evaporating. But it's not just me. It's, it's everyone. Across the industry, there are people packing up. Yes. Just saying, no more music. We Done. close the doors. We're it's, not even mothballing. We're just gone. Yeah. And so recently, in the space of a week, I had conversations with five promoters mm. who were all either had made the decision to f close up or were seriously thinking about closing up. That's five five promoters around we the UK really open in venues, a week. Right? That doesn't happen that often. New no. theatres don't pop up. New art centres don't regularly pop up. I mean, I, we know of one, we met a lovely lady who had fought for about seven years to get funding to open up a new centre. And even that in its inaugural year is, it hangs in the balance whether or not it can continue. Yeah, well, I, I'm aware of venues that have opened and folded within a year Yeah, that have been in the planning for a long time. So and if anything in the gig guide, for example, here pops up and you think, yes, I'm going to go and see that. Just grab the ticket tomorrow. Just, just go and buy it. Get the so ticket, go and have a nice time, have a <laughs> lovely time, enjoy the music and go and support it. Should we get on with the gig guide? Yes. That was quite a long lecture. It was, uh, but I am a qualified teacher. Um, <laughs> for more hints and helpful tips, do catch up with me on social media, where you'll see me tell you off for sharing external links. But no, we should move on to some genuine music. We should music. clarify what you mean by an external oh link Oh my too. God, yeah. Sorry, uh, random people. Yeah. External link, if it's not from the platform you're posting on, Facebook, for example, don't post a YouTube link. That's external now. That's taking you away from Facebook. Facebook does not want you to leave. There's a not whole share. other podcast about oh, this. Oh, marketing. Oh. <laughs> but to cheer me up, Tom and Archie. Yes. Like, Tom Moore and Archie Moss. Aren't yes. they glorious? They what are. a lovely duo producing some spectacularly inventive. Genuinely blending in proper electronica into something that's creeping out of the trad sphere. Yeah. All the textures, bass, melodies, fun times. It's all good. 
yeah joyful sounds this is another sound that would absolutely suit kind of the ringing reverberant church kind of setting you could yeah. just be immersed in this kind of noise be like a really polite rave <laughs> in which you mainly sit down <laughs> but i've always said they should be in the chill out tent at a dance festival with this music until they stumble into a percussionist and then uh, that together would just be an almighty well, yeah then they thing. could be the headliner in on the in the main tent but, but yeah i could definitely go and you know, not back a couple of glasses of wine, cider, beer, insert anything there, honestly. <laughs> Quite just, literally. Yeah. <laughs> chill out to all of that. Because <laughs> um, oh they're, they're not coming. This is a 10 minute rant into uh, introduction to poor Tom and Archie. They don't deserve this. <laughs> they're good enough to allow it. It's fine. Because <laughs> they are coming. They are coming nearby and only in a few days time. Uh, so they are very close on the 11th of November. Forest Arts on the 11th. Have we got our tickets yet? No, we haven't. I'm going to go and buy them now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're also at the David Hall as well, which is a little bit further from us. But Forest is a beautiful venue. David Hall is lovely as well. They're at the David Hall on the 26th of November. Uh, and to give you a hint of what you might expect from, from the duo, uh, we've got a track, Pop One, which is from their latest release. Which is called Spectres. Yes. Thank you. 
next track is Gilmore and Roberts because they're playing at Bournemouth Folk Club. They are indeed. This is our next folk club event, uh, which is happening on the um, on the twelfth of November. So that's uh, that's the Saturday, and it's yeah. This feels like it's been a long time coming for some reason. I don't know why. I think I was talking to to Jamie from Gilmore and Roberts about. Um, trying to set up a gig as as far back as maybe even the Wimborne days of the podcast. So it's been a while. Kat Gilmore um, from the duo, she plays uh, fiddle the normal way around, but she's a left-handed mandolinist. Yes. Which is, uh, I just, which, that was the first time I come across that. Yeah, but but as a left-handed ukuleleist, but a fiddlist uh, yes, uh, yeah, the you're normal in way around, it is... Like both of your hands have to be equally dexterous if yeah. you're doing that. Yeah, it's weird. She does it wonderfully, though. And yeah. she she can sing and play fiddle at the same time. She is she is one of the kind of um, Illuminati of singing string players. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this dream of one day gathering them all together in one large group to be a super band. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> With all of the cellists. They've got some great bits of music though in there. They've um, some great storytelling songs. Yes, they are great songwriters. And like um, the Stealing Arm is a favourite of mine. We've not yes. chosen that today, but that's a great one about someone having bits of dead criminals sewn onto them. <laughs> like that, it's <laughs> great. When take you... on a life of their own. Exactly which that. Is a perfect yeah. song actually for Halloween. Yeah. But this is the November podcast, so we've missed the boat. Well, they're only just outside of the window. Uh, but this um, this tour, it, I don't know if if they're branding it as such, but it's ten years since the release of that album the innocent left yeah which has got some of their all-time bangers on it i have to say there's some great tracks on this album including the stealing arm Mm -hmm, that's the one and that the track we are going to play is dr james which is a great feminist story true story true story of uh, a woman overcoming misogyny and sexism and by literally having to go undercover as a man but and not being discovered either. Yes. Did it very well. Fought jewels, won jewels. Yeah. Was a celebrated doctor and managed to live her whole life as a man, which is a little bit sad. Yes. The the necessity to do that. But. To get by. The song itself is named for the lead character, Dr. James. So this is from Gilmore and Roberts, who are at Bournemouth Folk Club on the 12th of November. Buy a ticket soon. <laughs> Man, a high ranked man with a stone so plain, buried in a cemetery in Kensal Green in Victoria's reign. Tell me your secret, Dr. Jane. Trained in medicine, join the army. Doctor. 
Cesarean birth for a mother and child of a mother and child one life remained yours was the first where both survived a higher Nightingale did say, a maid was sent to dress the body, the doctor's body on the funeral day. She cried, the corpse has a female form, dressed as a man, but she's a woman born. For years and years she's fooled us all. The devil comes this way. I'm telling your secret, Doctor James. You're not a well-known figure in our history. It seems a few have even heard your name. The tales of your success become a mystery. I'm telling your secret. I'm telling your secret, Dr. James. Next up, we've got Lucy Farrell, who's got a new record out. It's a single, I think. This is one that you bought. Yeah, I was having a listen to this. I, I try and keep up to date with the folky news, keep on top of certain things. And actually a fantastic resource for that is definitely Folk Radio UK, for example. So I kind mm-hmm. of come across artists there who I've then gone on to follow on all of the platforms that they use because that's how it works. If you don't follow them on every platform where they're posting all of the time, they are wasting their effort. Get out there and listen to them. Uh, <laughs> But Lucy Farrell is someone I've listened to on and off for, for a while now because I've got her in my head as being part of a kind of duo setup, having recorded with um, Andrew Waite. She's actually touring with Andrew Waite. So she's in, in the gig guy because she's playing at the David Hall on the 12th of November. Yeah, so just the day, um, the the same day, day of Bournemouth Folk Club. The same day as Bournemouth Folk Club. If, you, if you're in the, the vicinity of the David Hall instead, uh, you can catch Lucy Farrell as part of this duo. But uh, this track, I think, is, is a solo track and it features uh, Chris Drever, actually as the the second vocal. There's something really clever about the arrangement. It's got a lightness to it and like a lovely kind of, this is another one that's got a bit of a sunny aspect to it. But yes, uh, the track 
The track is from Lucy Farrell and it's called But For You. But for you, I would slip into my swimming things. I'd watch the river melt the ice and summon spring. But for you, but for you, but for you, but for you.
blooming things. I think it's the strings at the beginning of that one I really like. It feels like they're blossoming somehow. Flowery and poetic, but I, yeah, I like that. From mm. Lucy Farrell. Meanwhile, I have just bought tickets for Tom and Archie at Forest Arts. But 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 looking ahead, looking ahead to positive things. You've been waiting all year and it's finally that time. That's right, Mariah Carey is out of hibernation. And we are soon <gasps> oh, to hear I her bet. Christmas classic <laughs> hit the airwaves. I'll tell you what though, Taylor Swift released a new album. She did. Have you listened to any of it yet? I have. Yeah. I, I just have. I just gave it a proper listen from start to finish the it's other day. Classic Taylor Swift. It's great. Like and also the 1975 have got a new one. And also the Arctic Monkeys have got a new one with pianos on it. She strolled out onto stage with Bon Iver and suddenly everyone's listening to his music, which is just amazing. But it's definitely worth a listen if you're up for that kind of thing. You know, as we kind of acclimatise to Mariah being back on the airwaves along with all of my favourite Christmas songs. But that's not really what, what I was picking what, up. What, 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 no, what, no, no, what? No, 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 no. I know this is Where the time of... Where are you going with this? I was going to say the other thing you've been waiting for all year is naturally, naturally... The fact that Indra Electric Company are on tour. <laughs> oh, yeah, that <laughs> they thing. They are here. They are returning from their support tour uh, in far-flung places that were there in Europe currently. And they yes. will be back to play in England, around the country. They were on a UK tour. They are So they've been in Europe touring for the last six weeks with Midjour mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. To sell out shows as well, which is really cheering. Sweden, they loved Sweden. Oh, God, the thing I've loved is watching all of their uh like green room recordings yes. their dressing room recordings they're amazing yes and i've seen video of um they do a cover of bruce springsteen's i'm on fire and they're touring with russell field midge's drummer is joining them for this tour for most of the dates on this uk tour that's coming up in november and he plays the whistle. Yes. And you'll be pleased to hear, Lee, the miniature keyboard also has the starring role. It's in the most integral thing in anyone's sound is a miniature keyboard. <laughs> I mean, you've got to keep one on hand because they, they'll fit anywhere. You could basically put it in a pocket. You can put it in your pocket. <laughs> really big pockets. <laughs> I'm very fond of the miniature keyboard. I think it has it has an absolutely essential role to play in in their live music. I've been I know I've seen them live. It works. It does the thing. It brings the magic. It does bring the magic. But they're bringing the magic to several venues in our area. Yeah. Most of our listeners we know are in Dorset and Hampshire. We've got a couple of Somerset listeners amongst Somerset, Devon sort mm-hmm. of on the on the edges um so dear listeners from all of these regions here are the dates for your diary the jam jar in bristol the 16th of november the beehive in honiton hometown gig selling well hurry up and get your tickets folks 17th of november the lighthouse in pool just down the road yeah most of our listeners in dorset no excuse for not being here 18th of november the Ark in Winchester. This is a new venue. Yeah. Hampshire Cultural Trust venue. It's lovely. I was there last month with mm-hmm. um, Jacob and Drinkwater Play last month. And it's an absolutely lovely venue. It's a library. It has a very well-stocked bar. Who knew? <laughs> bar in a library. <laughs> Inspired. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So 19th of November there. And then Greyshot Folk Club. This, this is a return visit to Greyshot Folk Club, which is on the Hampshire-Surrey border. I mean, indeed, last time we saw them in Honiton at the Beehive, that was packed. Yes. That was an amazing gig. Six times I rescheduled that show. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite invested in that one. It was definitely worth it. That was a great <laughs> night. Yeah, so this is going to be amazing. So they've been touring, um, playing support for Midge for the last six weeks with Russell on drums. And now they're taking that show out, doing the full show. 
in November. So I can't I'm a wait. little bit excited. <laughs> uh, we are going to play for you uh, their track Statues, which is from their release, The Gap. So this is India Electric Company who are playing everywhere. Go and look up their tour, buy some tickets. <laughs> a little hiatus there to replenish our gin and get some snacks and <laughs> it just dawned on me that you were comparing india electric company with mariah carey i know you wait for it all year and it's really magic when it happens <laughs> we've replenished our gin yes we've gone with another one that was a gift this is the this is a gift from david and lou lee's bandmate david um from hey. the shed one gin distillery and, and so each of the gins that they brought us had uh, various awards that they've been gifted yeah so this one's won the world gin awards bronze medal mm. and also gin of the year and it's written in such small text i don't know what the <laughs> qualification <laughs> of that. i mean despite being a reasonably small bottle there are actually about four measures in there we discovered last yeah. time yes as and again i measure i did actually measure it with a proper measure and it was just slightly over I mean, they're, they're well well sealed, these beautiful little presented yeah, bottles, wax sealed. Yeah, they're really lovely little packages. And as I said last month, it's a very sociable 
size bottle. Yeah, because you could either it's drink it with four friends or just have a really good night to yourself. Or, or with with <laughs> one other person, as we are doing now. It's very tasty. I haven't actually tasted it yeah, yet. Give it a sip. So it's called. This is this is the giggle in the ginnel. <laughs> is it alliterative? It's not a jiggle in a ginnel or anything like that. I don't, I don't know. There was there's been much sniggering and snorting. About I'm making an assumption that a, a ginnel is like some sort of um, archaic back passage term used at a different point in the country. <laughs> I'm going to look at that up in a minute. Um, <laughs> tasting notes are star anise, angelica, elderberries. And fresh orange zest. I can definitely taste the star anise. And your mother smells of elderberries? <laughs> oh, 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 I missed out. Missed a trick. It smells very woody. Yeah, like quite spiced. Yeah. It's nice. Spiced gin, though, there is a terrible commercially available, widespreadly available oh. spiced gin, which is an abomination. Spice uh, you, really you should... one that uh, you'd found on a trip away with Lou. With Lou, yes, to the garden show. And that one was spiced. Uh, it was a fusion of different cultures. But actually, that was quite nice. That like dry subtle spices curried Ooh, i've just sipped this gin and i'm gonna say no really? I, this is <gasps> i like this it, it says it's a f it's a gin of significant character with a smooth and warming finish i'm getting that yeah i'm, I'm offended by the aniseed oh i kind of see how that's a flavor i really like do you like licorice things no oh ooh, okay yeah no this is not the gin for me interesting this has never happened before no well, we're refining the palate, certainly. Oh, my This goodness. will be interesting because when we get to episode 57, obviously we'll be on the whiskies. Uh, <laughs> rum, <laughs> rum. Oh, is it, rum your thing? Yeah, people keep saying rum is going to be doing the, the thing that gin's done, done, but so far it hasn't actually. No, gin is still going strong, I think. Yeah, but I... Well, maybe because rum is made from sugar and... Sugar tax. Rum's expensive. Well, <laughs> sugar beet versus sugar cane. Hmm. Sugar, sugar beets, rums made from sugar beets. Oh, I've been destroyed ring. by some white rums in the past. You know, like drinking with university colleagues when they bring out something that, like, the label looks like it was a tourist gift from somewhere. <laughs> you know, what came to mind then was bring out your dead. That's where I'm a Monty Python tip. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I was. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's... Should we move on? Can we move on with the gig guide? <laughs> so I'm savouring that now. It's it, but we've said uh, we've mentioned some gigs that are coming to Forest Arts Centre already, and this is another one that is coming just down the road from us, over the over the border. On the seventeenth of November, they are welcoming the lovely Jan and John, uh, Janice Burns and John Doran. Uh, they're a duo. They play lots of lovely plucked bits and bobs. They've got a mandolinist and bazooki player. I think. I think John might and, also play guitar. guitar. Yeah. yeah, and. Just amazing harmony singers as well. Um, yeah, lovely voices. Describe themselves as an Anglo-Scottish duo. And yeah, Jan with a lovely Scottish accent singing. It is beautiful music. Beautiful to hear them perform together. But also fun as well. Uh, actually seeing them on stage. We saw them at Sidmouth uh, at the the Folk Festival, the Folk Week. And uh, you know when, they'd, when they'd finished, they had one of the opening slots there. Uh, there were three acts on that particular bill. And I was just, oh, I want a bit more. Because it was fun and um, yeah, they're very personable and actually quite witty in a very dry way. So we, we've played some of their music from their EP, but this is a full album, yes, this project. Yes, they've released um, their debut album called No More The Green Hills. 
and there's lots of nature themes running through and the artwork again back onto the artwork it's very lovely artwork it's um they've had some limited edition prints made of yeah, the artwork it's actually it's really lovely scottish landscape and there's videos out there as well um drone footage of them playing out in the countryside um, so get onto the old youtube and check that out as well but yeah this track is the opening track and the first single from the album called false true love come in come in my own true love and chat for a while with me for it's been three quarters of a Since I spoke one word to thee, I can't come in, I won't sit down, for I haven't a moment's time, and since you're in with another true Jingle in, come in, come 
serving the poor girls. from the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful harmonies of uh, Janice Burns and John Doran, and they're coming to Forest Arts um, on the 17th of November. Uh, carrying on in the gig guide, we're back at Forest Arts just a few days later, actually, so uh, get comfy in your seat, stock up on snacks, just sit it out, see what happens in between. <laughs> but the next artist uh, that we're highlighting is Ellie Gowers. Yes, also on a debut album launch tour. Yeah, and this is... Uh, concept album maybe is the wrong way of describing it but this is an it's album sort of about her hometown yeah sort of her home themed county. yeah i think but it stretches beyond that i think it would be foolish to say that's all it covers because it weaves in some kind of quite far-reaching political issues when you look yeah. it looks at the effect of that on her like doorstep as it were yeah so there's the song about hs2 actually which is the song we're going to play about hs2 um so it's a mixture of traditional and original writing and, and she's a great storyteller, yeah, and that does come through in her lyrics. Of traditional song as well, and she's done a lot of research and interviewed people and gone out and visited landscapes in her. This, so this has come about out of lock, lockdown, I guess, when we're all forced to stay at home. And and I certainly have re-examined my local environment. Yeah, you get reacquainted with it in a different way. I yeah. think you know when they say like, oh, we live on the lovely bit of the Jurassic Coast, almost, and you take it for granted. But when you actually have to re-explore it to find a new walking path, because you just need to bring some variety. Well, yeah, there is a new appreciation. But also, even even over this weekend, I've got been out walking on all the little snickets in between. Streets. Not Giddles. No, well, Snicket's, a, that's a Yorkshire thing, isn't it, Snicket? Uh, is it? I, I used to live in York, so, um, but yeah, like, even where I live in suburbia, there's little wooded passageways between yeah, streets. Yeah, and you've got some, some viewpoints that just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, you wouldn't know they were there if you, like, they, why would you know they were there? But just going out exploring, I've, I've discovered these things. Mm. I mean, it is a lovely, lovely album, a great recording, and it highlights, like, Ellie Gower's exceptional ability as a guitarist as well which is really lovely to hear but she has an incredible voice yeah. and she's a great storyteller with her voice yeah some great songwriting on yeah. this album so the album is called dwelling by the weir and it has just been released it's out now um so the and the track we're playing is called waking up to stone and you can catch her at forest arts on the 20th of november and the arc in winchester on the 25th of november up in the morning sun with a bird song on the play we tear down the dusty ground for a chance to seize the day trees by a side and leaves overhead paint the empty skies as children they walk us not to stray too far but we're children all twice light from sun water from pools in which we swim food from the earth it's hard to believe we'd let them win the hardest part the Hardest part 
destruction of these trees light from sun water from pools in which we swim food from the earth it's hard to believe we'd let starts uh, for this next gig as we get closer to the end of the month um, Osmington Village Hall where actually we've, we've gone to see a few gigs yeah played there down there Osmington we've actually stopped for dinner a couple of times for Osmington just down the road is it the Spyglass I'm thinking of Spyglass and Kettle no that's Spyglass and Compass the Smugglers the Smugglers Inn ah yeah with all the steps down by yeah. the little bit the stream that runs through book a table yes do book in advance because for that we always we've really busy before. But if you do head that way, uh, you can catch the Gig Spanner Trio on the 25th of November. So we're definitely creeping towards the end of the month. Uh, it's um, Peter Knight with the Pure Trio because they've been performing as the Gig Spanner Big Band recently, especially with the, the Salt Lines. Yeah, Salt Lines Which show. is an amazing, magical yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, but this is a chance to hear them in what we've been told might be quite a rare performance because for the time being they're focusing on the work with the band yeah the big band rather yes it's kind of like a farewell farewell for now farewell for now farewell for now um but the arrangements are like the textures are really proggy and everything kind of grows and evolves and kind of morphs out of nowhere and consolidates Mm. into these amazing tunes like they've got a great version of the butterfly where you hear these little fragments and they dance in and out of the texture and suddenly before your eyes before your ears you get 
that familiar fiddle tune and its kind of strange, unsettling time signature. And they handle it really well because the percussion's quite cool. With yeah. um, yeah, it's not just a standard drum kit. Sasha Those, plays. Yeah, yeah, Sasha brings some like really magical percussion to everything. Um, so we've gone with one of the tracks from an earlier release. Um, this is Urban's Real, just to showcase some of the like incredible instrumental uh, textures that they play around with at the gigs. to the end of the podcast now and as usual we need to remind you that you can find us on facebook facebook instagram instagram um we are on mixcloud 
if that's your jam. And uh, we're most people are listening to us on Spotify, so hello there. Uh, but we know quite a lot of you actually listen to us on Apple Podcasts, which was a hard one battle to get us placed there. So uh, thank you for persevering. <laughs> and you can email us at totallyfoked1 at gmail.com. So we've come to our last track. Yes. And it is um, the last gig of our gig guide, Branksome Railway Folk Club. Now, this is a bit of a secret folk club. They're quite hard to find. And even if you do find them, they don't really like to share where and when they are. <laughs> yeah, there are improvements that could be made to the gig listing. But if you do happen upon, you chance upon this, this secret performance... Uh, <laughs> You would, of course, wish to go and support these wonderful performers. So we've got Bryony Griffiths and Alice Jones are the performers on the final track. Yes, but it's just Alice Jones solo yes. performing at the Folk Club on the 27th of November. It's in the church hall at St. Aldham's Church. Which is... Uh, in Branksome. Yeah, not too far, really, from us. That's a walking distance it's gig. It's walking distance... Um, and it's one it's of the spaces that actually helped keep one of the the local sing arounds running yeah. uh, as lockdown began to ease. So they, they did a great job supporting the local folk scene. Yeah. So it is quite hard to find. It's opposite Aldi. It's the big church, but it's behind the big church opposite Aldi. Uh, is Branksome. it the little down that way? Is it little Aldi or I think little? it's the little in Branksome. Yeah. Is it little? Okay. The the supermarkety thing. Yeah. So and it's a th it's three o'clock till six o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Perfect time because you can still get away for a nice Sunday Sunday dinner, or, or have your Sunday lunch and then like oh, relax. In yeah, after a, a nice roast dinner and a pint of Some cider. Beautiful music from a, a very very good performer on the folk circuit. Yeah, I saw her at Expo actually, and she was resplendent in sparkles as yes. usual. <laughs> I need to fill my wardrobe with some more sparkly stuff for next year's performances. It's got to yeah. happen. And I have to say, like as we're closing this episode, because probably only three people are listening now, there's been some spoilers for Warmer Folk Club's spring season in this episode. Two of the artists that we've played will be performing at the Folk Club next year. We couldn't help ourselves. Uh, do we leave that to people to kind of figure out who they may have heard who are actually coming, or do we give it away? Let's know who you think it might be. Yeah. Because then, or who we, you would have liked it yeah, to be from the playlist. I mean, that's equally interesting indeed. to us, actually, over this end of things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Don't forget, we've got Gilmore Roberts at the Folk Club in November, and Lady Maisery who are coming as part of yeah, Awake Arise in, in December. December. It's going to be a lovely Christmas. It's absolutely beautiful, magical, the best thing to see in a kind of church space. But we are going to play you out with this track from Bryony and Alice, Bryony Griffiths and Alex, Alice Jones. Uh, this is from their their most recent release and the track itself is called The Grey Mare. Young Roger the Miller had caught a dove late, a farmer's fair daughter called Beautiful Kate. Oh, she to her fortune had 500 pounds beside rings and jewels Besides rings, jewels and many fine gowns This glittering money and beauty likewise It tickled his fancy and dazzled his eyes Which caused a young Roger to tell his mind And unto his true love And unto his true love be constant and kind Paid down 
daughter to be charming and fair. I want to be a daughter. I want to be a daughter without the grey mare. The farmer made answer unto him with speed. Well, I thought you'd have married my daughter indeed. But as it so happens, my daughter's no worse than money again shall. The money again shall go back in my purse. Since it is so, I will solemnly swear You're not of my daughter, nor yet the grey mare The money was banished right out of his sight And so was Miss Kitty And so was Miss Kitty, his joy and delight And Roger the rascal was turned out the door They bade him be sure for to come there no more Which caused young Roger to tear out his hair And wish he had never and wish he had never stood for the grey mare. And about two years after all, little above, young Roger he met with Miss Kitty, his love. Then smiling said, Roger, why don't you know me, if I'm not mistaken? Well, if I'm not mistaken, I've seen you, said she. For a man in your likeness with long yellow hair did once come a court in my father's grey mare. Oh, no, said young Roger, is that I'll disclaim, for it was unto you, for it was unto you a court in I came. Testify. For unto my father I heard you declare you'd not have his daughter, that you'd not have his daughter without the grey man.